Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg. On this Saturday morning, May 20th, there are very few songs that when you hear them immediately, yeah. they make you smile. Make you smile, don't they? They make you, what the words are not. Yeah. Playing the fishing hole song That's here. It. Hey, That's you, it. It's ain't your average idiot you're dealing with. There's that a reason a good for one, that. Sam. Yes, right. it is. And we say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Marietta. I'm Marietta. Right Mar- down the street from Marietta. Marietta. Yeah. Yeah, on the Blue Devils. Put toilet and paper when they, Yeah, when they win something, that you know when they win. Yes. Because uh, the Dollar General is out of toilet paper. Throughout the morning, <laughs> they got they, they run out because they throw it all up in folks' trees. Th- throughout the morning, we have been as we've been talking about Jim Brown and, and, and all time great athletes. And by the way, good going, Garrett, for putting the song on. Or did you request that? Yeah, we, we, oh, you we all, work, y'all work, work together, we work, right? We working, we working. We, oh, yeah, okay. you know? we, we, um, we work together before. Yes, that's right. I, I, I got the memo. <laughs> so you have been talking about these athletes, and the, one of the things that made them great was you know they're obviously. Longevity, but you know when their footage starts in black and white and goes to to color, co- right? You know they've done some stuff. Yeah, this is the TV show that people talked about more than any other TV show that went from black to white to color, and people were like, I, I ain't like that show after it went to color. Yeah, was there you liked it the way? No, it, everybody yeah. liked it when it was black. Nobody, you find three people that liked the Andy Griffith show when it went when it switched to color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. liked it when it was black and white. It was funnier back then. Andy was fun, you know. So, yeah, but 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 you know what? There's some people who are doing something right now who who may not even well. I'm, maybe they've seen the show, maybe they're familiar with the song. We don't know they're doing but, it. But but right now they're out there at a fishing hole. It's a big old fishing hole. By the way, have we got have we heard people haven't heard? I believe there's people who haven't heard the words to that song. Yeah, we should play that, Garrett. Yeah, when yeah, we leave, yeah. when we finish this segment, as you walk us out. Play the version where Andy's actually saying, singing the song. Well, we get to the reason why we're doing this. Well, we should because we, you because should take over reason, and introduce because, our guest. Because I told people that a, a state championship, a high school state championship started a little less than an hour ago. Yes, it did. Yeah, a state championship is being in and, and it being right now. That was a great tease. It really, <laughs> and the state championship, we'll bring it on. Uh, we're going to bring in Kevin Giddens, associate, uh, associate director, assistant uh, director uh, of the GHSA. Uh, who is the supervisor over the Bass uh, Fishing State Championships going on on Clark Hill Lake uh, this morning. Kevin, good morning. Welcome morning, to the Kevin. show. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Where, where is this lake, by the way? This is Lake. He's out. Uh, Go ahead. 
I should say the address for Wildwood Park is where we launched from this morning. Is in Afflin, Georgia, which is right outside of Augusta, between Augusta and Lincolnton, Georgia. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now you had to launch. How did that work? Because you guys did this what about a half hour ago? Uh, we started at uh, had some overcast clouds, so we don't launch our boats until the uh, it's good, clear running weather where they can run without where you're seeing what's in front of them. We started about six twenty-five. We had 107 boats. Everybody got through, got through going by our boat check dock and got their boat floats and was on the water running to their first fishing stop by 6:45. Okay. See now, Kevin, he said a couple things there that, that spur on questions. You go ahead. What are you checking okay. for? What do you check? See, I'm thinking NASCAR. Hey, we got to check under the hood. You know, this is a this is a restrictor plate race. You can't have them, and they're always like making these cars go through these checks. What are you checking for before the event starts on these boats? Okay, on uh, Friday, we have our pre-registration meeting. The, the anglers have to register by the Monday preceding the tournament on Saturday. So we do our paperwork, get everything set up, right. put in the computers, because everything is run off of uh, the weigh-in will directly feeds into the computer program. So that takes during the week. Well, on Friday, our pre-registration meeting, that's where they have to sign a waiver. So that was one of the things we talked about earlier. Right. Just you and I about the integrity of fishermen. On that waiver, one of the things that says on the waiver is about, uh, you know, I'm going to follow all the rules to the letter of the law, you know. So they sign that waiver, and we talk about any kind of issues that the lake may be having, like uh, in years Past in tournaments, there may be uh, torrential rains the previous week, so you might have debris coming down the lake. So you would, you know, in our meeting we talk about uh, safety of on the water, talk about weather potential weather that may may or may not be coming in. So you know, we kind of give them a heads up if you have potential weather, you can seek shelter off the water, that type of stuff. Uh, and then this morning. When they come through, the, they're sitting in a, a pocket right there by our uh, launch dock, and we call their names out of each individual team that is competing in our state championship day. We have a, a portable loudspeaker that's broadcasting throughout the park. And what happens is, is people come through, and on boat, you have a safety engine cutoff device. Uh, it's a switch on every boat manufacturer has that you attach to your belt buckle or you attach to your life jacket with a clip. So if there is a boating accident, when you are removed from behind the driver's seat of the boat, it pulls that cord and it flips that switch that immediately uh, turns off your big combustion engine. Okay. So the boat's just not running around in circles with nobody driving. Okay. So we have a we have a uh, mass engine cutoff device safety switch check. We we tell everybody over the loudspeaker to crank their boats up, and then our tournament director Randy Sullivan counts to three, and everybody pulls their cutoff device switch cord to make sure it's working properly. Uh, so if we do have issue on the water, then that's one thing that we know is work. And then we check the live wells, you know. Yeah. With these tournaments, they weigh in five, their best 
They're heavy as five fish. They have a five-fish limit. Each fish has to be 12 inches. Well, you get a penalty if one of your fish dies. So fish care is very important in bass tournaments. The conservation of bass resources is is very important. So there's additives that people can put in their live well. People use ice sometimes to keep the water at a steady temperature. Many different techniques people use to keep those fish alive. So when they come to the scale, you weigh them and immediately you walk back and put those fish back in the same lake. You just caught them out of Okay. I never thought about so, that. I never thought about that before. Yeah. I, I just never right, thought about so, that. So it's a big thing to make sure you have live wells. So when you come to the boat check, we're going to check your engine cutoff device, your safety device. We're also going to have you live well lids open on your boat and your live well pumps pumping. Okay. Okay. Showing us that you have a functional live well system to keep these fish alive. And once you do that, they get to the end of the boat dock that we're uh, check-in dock, and I'm sitting there, and I have we have people along the dock that checks each little thing, and then I have what we call a boat float. And once they come by, uh, I, they tell me they yell at me. You know, they line up in numerical order one to one hundred seven. And they just keep going by me, and I toss them their number, yep. their boat number, boat float that has their number on. Okay. And the reason we do that is, or they go fish all day. They got to keep that boat float in possession. Well, this afternoon, at 107 boats, we have three flights, 36 boats in a flight. First flight checks in at, weighs in at three o'clock. The second flight weighs in at 3:15. Third flight weighs in at 3:30. So when you come back in this afternoon, you'll come. The boats will come right back in by that same dock yep. that they got their boat float and their live wells checked and all that stuff this morning. And when they do that, they'll tell me a boat number and hand me the boat float, and I will check them off of our roster. So by about 3:45. I go look at that roster, and I can tell who's not off the water yet. So it's another way yeah. that we try to take care of our anglers and our boats by another way of making sure they're not broke down the water somewhere. Because if, if okay, let's say out of 107 boats, number boat 101, I don't have them checked in yet. So I'm gonna look that school up. I'm gonna call that captain, that boat captain, because we have all the boat captain cell numbers. And we have the student angler cell number, so it's the boat captain on answer. We'll call the student anglers. Right. You know, we'll start trying to figure out where they're at. And, you know, 99% of the time, we we're very fortunate. Knock on wood, we're hopefully going to be that today. Hey, uh, my boat's broke down. I'm waiting for one of my other uh, boat captains to tow me in. Or, hey, we're going we're gonna to hop in a boat with so-and-so and bring our fish back to weigh in. You know, it's usually a mechanical issue with the boat or the team just forgets they have the boat float with them, loads their boat, maybe not catch any fish, and they're headed home. And I'm like, you, you know, have I, I didn't get your boat float. Yep. And they're like, oh, I'm an hour away. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll get, but at least we can account right. for every boat that went out this morning. All right. So you- just another way of verifying safety. 
uh, reminding people we're talking with Kevin Gittins. He's at the state championships for bass fishing and explaining some of the precautions that are in place uh, for the safety of our participants. And I want to get a couple of things that you with because we're going to run out of time here in a second. You, you, there's no officiating this. You talked about an honor system uh, because there, there's no there's no referee. There's nobody observing them. So you're trusting everybody to be honest about what they're doing, right? That's correct, Sam. Thank you. And, you know, it's kind of a little harsh when we talked earlier. And I was kind of telling you a little bit how things going on. It's not that a fisherman, you know, and I, I say this in jest now. This is strictly uh, tongue-in-cheek. You know, the fishermen, they may not tell you the whole truth, like, when it comes to catching fish or where they caught fish or how they caught their fish, they, you may not get the whole truth. You may even get some clouded verbiage of, I'm not, you know, they're not, they're going to be keeping how they catch their fish because it's a competition just like every other sport. Right. So they're going to kind of keep how they ca- catch your fish close to the chest. But it's this group, fishermen, now you always have an exception. But fishermen, by and large, is the highest integrity, highest character, highest moral group that you'll ever get together. And they are that because they police themselves. They are their own officials in the boat. You know, it's like our hermit director in Solomon tournament pre-registration meeting last night. If you're looking at that fish when you catch him or her, that hook has to be in the mouth, and the boat captain has to verify. Now, that's if you see the fish, you're looking at the fish, literally looking at the fish when you catch it. The hook's got to be in the mouth. Anywhere else, like on the outside of the mouth or the side of the head, if it gets snagged, you have to put that fish back. You can't count it. It's an illegal fish. Wow. So even with stuff like that, I, you know, you'll come in here stories. Yeah, I, I, I saw a five pounder just swimming along, and I flicked the worm up there in front of it, and it bit. And then when it got to the boat, the hook's on the outside of the mouth. I had to turn it loose. Wow. You know, you hear stories like, but that's just because of the high integrity, the high character, and the high moral fishing people have. Yeah. Because yeah. I think this, you know, today I think we had six, seven, maybe. All girl teams that qualify for the state championship. Both okay. anglers are girls. Okay. And uh, last year we had a, a, a girl team finish fifth place. So I got to say, Fisher people. The Fisher uh, people. Fisher you know, people. Like I told you before, yeah. that fish don't know who's holding the other end of that rod. He really doesn't. He really doesn't. Folks, we spent the time with Kevin again. Kevin, we got we to run. We got to run. If people want to see the final results, where are they going to be posted? Uh, they'll be posted. It's called the the Student Angler Federation website. Uh, they'll probably be posted there tomorrow. Okay. Uh, and then I will probably have them posted. I'll be at State Golf on Monday, too. She'll be back in office Wednesday. I'm going to try to have them posted on the GHSA website on Monday. Okay. All right. All right. We will watch for that. Kevin Giddens, you guys be safe out yes, there on the water. You, Kevin. And thanks so much for spending some time with us this morning. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. All Dog. right. All right, now he's out at Clark's Hill Lake. That's way out there, man. But, uh, by Augusta. Yep, 109 boats. Bring it up, Garrett. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones. You feel fresh as a lemon. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Setting in the shade Whether it's hot Whether it's cool Sunlight hurts my eyes. You can tell Garrett's back, right? He's smooth with the music, ain't he? That's our guy. Yeah, how about That's that? That's our guy. We got to yeah, send him. To, we got to send Max to Garrett class. <laughs> we got to send him to Garrett one pretty soon. We gonna do that too. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety-two nine the game, ninety-two nine the game It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. Speaking of Max, he will be back tomorrow. Garrett is sitting in just today. Um, guess let's not sleep on it. Two. Oh, I thought he was back tomorrow. We got you all weekend. Yeah. See? Anyway, as I was saying, and speaking of Max, he plays this song for his mother. Yeah, he does. This is like the song he plays for her. Max will be back tomorrow. Max uh, was graduating this past week. Yes. So congratulations to him. Speaking of his And congratulations mother. to all the graduates in the area. You, you sent me that of... picture of the folks out at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Yeah, the, the high schools, <laughs> the Henry County schools have been graduating from Atlanta Motor Speedway. Shout out to the staff out there that is. To make graduation special for those uh, for those young folks, and we got yeah. some college graduations in town. Uh, both uh, Spellman and Morehouse graduating this week. I think Morehouse today. I think Spellman tomorrow. Tracy uh, Ellis Ross getting an honorary degree from Spellman. Is she? Well, yes. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if she got more than Mama. I don't know. I'm sure Diana racked up a few. Oh, she's got plenty. I'm sure she racked up more than a few. <laughs> I was always surprised when I found out she had five kids. Yeah. How you got? How you got time to be Diana Ross and have five kids? Five, know, not, not man. three, yeah, not two. You should have them all at one time. Well, now that would yeah, be a that, story, that, wouldn't that, it? He <laughs> <laughs> just give birth to a whole backup no, band. Oh man, no, you know that, that was a gradual process. Anyway, uh, we got a guest. Yeah, we do. We got a we got a special guest, a guy who's a friend of the show. He doesn't have any walk on music. We got. I should. I, well, we'll see. 
Yeah. We'll see. It takes it takes a minute. You just don't get walk on music. You got to be here for a little while. So, but he is earning it because we, you know, we start talking to Miles. It was all about football, and I'm sure he'll get back to covering the Falcons when that season starts. But it's about baseball right now. We want to bring is. on Miles Garrett, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Morning, buddy. Good morning. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could have used the Miles Davis theme you did the first time. That one could have worked. Oh, you ain't mm. earned. You ain't earned no Miles Davis yet. Miles Come Davis. on, you ain't earned. Miles you can Davis. bump me from two more movies, and Whoa. you still ain't been. Miles Davis. Nah, he ain't. He don't know no that, that's Miles best Davis. Wrong, anyway. man. Listen, we, <laughs> we just talked about how this guy covered football. I am sure you um, have some thoughts. Some things ran through your mind when you heard that Jim Brown had passed. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I obviously way before before my time, of course, but. Uh, uh, it's hard to argue against Jim Brown being a top five player in NFL history. So, you know, it, it certainly was sad to see, but uh, uh, lived a very successful life. And, um, you know, again, can't deny he's one of the greatest football players to ever live. So I uh, hope all the best to his family. No offense. No offense to you and, and the people of, of that age group. Garrett was uh, on here earlier and, and he alluded to this. Let's change a little bit of what you said. I say one of the top five athletes in American sports history. That's oh, wow. where you put James. That's where you put Jim Brown. Yeah. And if you didn't know, you need to go back and check it. The guy is considered the greatest lacrosse player of all time. He played umpteen sports, and the coverage of those were minimal at best oh, back at that then. Time, yeah. So people didn't know until they started reading about him. So I'm just telling you, you can I can comfortably say with Mr. Crenshaw's backing that when you talk about the top five or whatever number you want to put, American athletes of all time. He is on pretty much everybody's list. Yeah. I just want to just throw that out there. Very much. Is that is that fair, Sam? Yeah, man. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. Switching. I'm assuming you have him as the greatest running back of all time, then. Well, you know, it's See, funny now, you he's should from say Chicago. that. <laughs> I got no problem. I got no problem with him being the greatest running back of all time. I'm but a he's from Chicago. Guy, so. Yeah. yeah. No. See, it's funny that I have to hold my nose and, and say this, but yeah, I got. If you're just talking pure running backs, I gotta say Jim Brown. But I'm still picking Gale Sayers first on my team. Yeah. I'm Ooh. sorry. I'm I'm picking Gale. Then I may go Walter. But, you know, I can't argue with him being number one. Yeah. You're right. Um, all right, man, listen. I, I can't tell you the last time or last week I have enjoyed, enjoyed multiple sightings of Ozzy Albee's hair flying around. <laughs> he had some trips around the bases this past week. Talk about this past week with this Braves team and, and what we saw prior to that and what we're seeing right now. Yeah, I think it was much needed uh, after that Blue Jays series when they got swept. Um, you know, they, they come out and they take the series against Texas, and now they're starting this extremely important homestand right now, and they start off doing very well against the Mariners last night. Um, but, again, there, there's, there's a lot of things that you love to see. I think the biggest thing for me has been the emergence of Marcelo Zuna. He's starting to look like the 2020 Marcelo Zuna that – has been so far gone. You didn't even know he was still there, but suddenly he's their hottest hitter right now. He gets three RBI last night. I mean, look, about a month ago, he was batting .073. He's almost batting 200 now. So I think the emergence of Ozuna has helped this lineup tremendously, especially with all the injuries they've been dealing with. We know what Ronald Acuna is doing. He's the NL MVP by far, in my opinion, so far at this point. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think – You've you've loved you've seen this past week Bryce Elder's starting to show that I think he belongs for the long term for this starting pitching rotation um, as we wait for the return of Max Fried and Kyle Wright. Uh, 
hopefully maybe we see Soroka come back soon. I know we talked last time that we might be seeing him soon. I'm expecting to see him get called up maybe after one or two more starts in Gwinnett, but uh, very encouraging signs of what we've seen this past week. Folks, spending time on the waitforit.com hotline with Miles Garrett, and he is social. You can find him on Twitter at Miles Garrett TV, at Miles Garrett TV. Austin Riley, talk a little bit about him because he was in a little bit of a, a little bit of a, 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 a tailspin, and his bat has really come out this week. And I've noticed that he's coming through with some with some big hits, and that's great to see. It is, and you know, like we said last time, baseball is such a streaky sport. I mean. Like we were talking about with Marcelo Zuna, everyone wanted to send him back down to the minors. Austin Riley starting off extremely slow, starting to pick it back up now. Um, I mean, even if you look at a guy like Matt Olson, his average really hasn't been there. I think he's batting around 230 right now, but he's still top five in home runs right now. So everyone's kind of picking up certain slack if someone's, you know, going through a little bit of a slump right now. Austin Riley was going through that, like you said. Now he's starting to pick it back up. And even Brian Snitker has said that when he's been asked about Austin Riley as far as, you know, does he need to be put down in the lineup? Does he need to be benched? No. I mean, we've seen what Austin Riley can do. Austin Riley has proven himself to be a borderline superstar at the third base position. And it really is only a matter of time before he starts to figure it out. And I think we're starting to see that right now. That average is slowly starting to creep back up to what Austin Riley usually is. And I think, you know, it's going to be hard to sort of find a point where every single person in the lineup is humming. Um, you know, you obviously hope that that time comes around playoff time, but it's such a long season. You're going to have guys that get hot. You're going to have guys that get cold. And I think right now we're just in the middle of seeing, you know, a good streak from Austin Riley, hoping it continues. But, um, yeah, I think the only guy who's been probably the most consistent for this team so far has been Ronald Acuna Jr. I don't think what his pace is right now is, Historic. I don't think we've seen something like it. I think it's kind of hard to compare him to everyone else in the lineup right now. And the crazy part about this is Miles Garrett, by the way, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 Game, 929thegame.com, is when you see Spencer Strider. Now, mind you, he's 4-1 already on the season. He's got a good record. But when he's pitching like he pitches and the run support isn't there, that's the most maddening thing I have found from this season. Now, he's got some wins, and it's happened in some of those games, too. It was low scoring. Uh, your thoughts on what's going around this guy as his season has played out so far, meaning Strider. Yeah, I think Strider has been the saving grace for this team, right? With the amount of pitching injuries this team has dealt with, with Freed and Wright, like we were saying, and, uh, you know, obviously waiting for Soroka. But this is a guy who's leading the entire major leagues in strikeouts. I mean, this guy 86. has become, we talk about Acuna being the front runner for the MVP. I think there's a strong argument that Strider's the front runner for the Cy Young. Uh, I, I mean, he's stepped up big time in the shoes of Max Fried as that sort of ace role. Uh, and you're right, you want to see that ace get a little bit more run support. I think we saw it a couple years ago with, uh, I believe it was Max Fried, who it seemed like every time he was starting, he wasn't necessarily getting that run support. Uh, again, like I, I, I say it every time we, we talk, it's so early in the season, I hate to sort of judge where certain players and where the team is at at some point. But, uh, yeah, I know it is kind of frustrating. I'm sure he finds it frustrating at times, too, with the way he's pitching um, and the amount of strikeouts that he's getting because it's unheard of. I think he's up by around 10 strikeouts on whoever's in second place right now. I know Shohei Otani is in that top five somewhere. I think he's not quite number two. But it just kind of shows you the company that Spencer Strider is pitching in right now. 
Folks, spending time on the waitforit.com hotline. Weekend mornings with Sam and Greg. We got Miles Garrett. Always great to have him with us. We're talking Braves baseball. Today, we're going to have one of those bullpen by committee starts. I think Jesse Chavez is going to get the ball to start things off. What do you think about, you know, having to do that? I mean, this team has had some good results with it. How long do you think he goes, um, you know, coming out of the bullpen today? Yeah, I think you hope that he goes about maybe three innings or so um, before some of these other guys come in. I mean, look, it's just come to the point where it's just absolutely necessary at this point just because of the amount of arms that they have. But you hope to see a little bit of length, I guess, if that's the right word for a a guy like Jesse Chavez. Um, He he does pitch very well for the Braves. I don't know what it is about that A hat whenever he puts it on compared to the other teams he's been on. Uh, But he does seem to figure out that magic with Atlanta. But, yeah, I mean, you you hope that they come out. Again, it's it's a – I think this is more of a series that they are trying to win rather than this game. I wouldn't be too torn up to see if if the bullpen doesn't perform as well in this game. I'd rather see them come out and win the next game. Um, You know, I've I've always kind of compared that to what they would do in the playoffs when that bullpen game would come. That always was a game that you would – sort of chalk up to being like, okay, you know, it's all right if they lose this one compared to the other ones. You, you want to win them all, of course. But I think this is a game where, you know, you're just hoping for the best. You hope the offense shows out, um, and you hope that the bullpen can, you know, maybe keep it under three runs, I would say, maybe four, um, just because, again, it, 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 it's, it's kind of hard to expect the bullpen to hold it down for an entire game like that, especially sort of the struggles they've gone through lately because, you know, this is overall a very good bullpen, but I think they're trying to figure some stuff out themselves right now. Miles, before we let you go, we get welcome back Charlie Culberson uh, to this team. We always talk about players to give this team depth and, and versatility, and he's that. It was a fan favorite, um, you know, assigned to a AAA contract, and, and now he's has been called back up to the big league team. Yeah, I don't know what everyone's been complaining about, about, uh, you know, Dansby Swanson being gone. It seems like he's still on the roster right now with uh, old Charlie Culberson. Most of those two look identical. <laughs> Charlie Culberson's the Walmart version, I suppose. But, yeah, no, it is it is really good to see Charlie back. Um, of course, is a fan favorite. And I think a big thing with Charlie is uh, his positional value. I think he can play just about every position there is, including pitching. Uh, we've seen him pitch a few times before, but – yeah, I mean, especially seeing guys like Braden Shoemake and, and Von Grissom not necessarily working just yet in the major league level. It's good to have a guy with his type of experience to maybe sub him at the shortstop position or, again, like I said, wherever else he might be needed if someone needs a day off. He just provides sort of that depth option um, that provides a little bit more reliability um, in terms of that compared to those guys like I just mentioned who maybe have been having those defensive struggles. He provides a little bit more options for you all across the field so it is certainly good to see charlie culberson but i mean hey i think we need to talk about orlando arcia too i mean talk about bargain hunting this guy's making about eight million dollars and is arguably playing better than dan v swanson right now so uh i mean i think those are two pretty good options to have as far as charlie culberson and orlando arcia right now are concerned but according to miles simon who we're gonna you know Stick our tongue out and make fun of tomorrow when he comes on the show. Yeah, because <laughs> what he said about Arcia, he is a, he doesn't think he's going to be this. The way he's playing is sustainable. So we will see. Regardless, let's enjoy it right now. When we get you back here, I want to talk about some of these teams looking up at the Braves and who you feel like is going to be their 
immediate challenge. They're all, I mean, the closest one is five and a half games back, and that's the Marlins. But other than that, we're going to get you back on here next week and talk more Braves with you. See, man, I told you you'd be coming back on with us. <laughs> He's out worried because he slept. Listen, Jason Longshore slept last week and missed it, so we're having him <laughs> back today. Yeah, so it happened. That's that's the problem. That's the price of doing business when you do in the morning show sometimes. So hey, it's it's great to be up early on a Saturday. <laughs> Miles, I'm up. Everyone should be up. There you go. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday, buddy. Thanks for coming on with us. Thanks a lot, Miles. You, you too, guys. Take care. All right. All right. Hey, as I leave you, would you, would you like a little baseball insignificant? T- oh wait, actually, I'm gonna shut up. And listen to this music. Yeah, that, that's that's Miles. That's Miles. I see Garrett. I'm Different telling you. This dude, he ought to have a show. The pride of East St. Louis. He really should. Uh, you don't know about East St. Louis. That's where he's from. I know, but I know, I know East St. Louis. That's where Miles Davis him, from. East him and Red Louis. Fox. And yeah, that's right. Some, some other folk down in there. East St. Louis. Actually, Jimmy Connors. Who? Jimmy Connors. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. But he lived in Belleville, Illinois, West Side, too. Over there by Maywood. Yeah. I know that place. They got a sign. Home of Jimmy Connors yeah, yeah, right there yeah, off yeah. 25th Street. Yeah. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game. And stick around. We are going to venture into Garrett's world next. The 7 a.m. Garrett Hour continues with Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Oh, my goodness. Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this 20th day of May. On this, well, what is turning out to be an okay Saturday morning. Clouds getting. I mean, listen, the last couple Saturday mornings, we, at least we can see the street. Yeah. Yeah. Barely. But uh, yeah, the clouds are hanging and look like we're going to have some rain around the day. And, and it's tough because it's one of those weekends you want to get out coming to the end of the school year. Uh, we still got some high school baseball championships that have to be decided, too. You know, all of those are not done. Yeah. And the state golf championships are going to be first of the week. I think that's the last high school sport uh, as we finish up this school year. All right. Yeah. Uh, a couple quick insignificant notes, and then we're going to tell you what's going on around here so you know. A couple very important flights happened on this day. They started on this day. Flights. 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 People got into an airplane. Yes. And they took off. Okay. One made it. One did not. Oh. Well, we don't know what happened. This was the day that Lindbergh left for his flight to be the first solo transatlantic flight. I actually saw him once. You saw him where? I saw him at a parade. Okay. I well, was marching in the parade. That would be the one who made it. No, I was, <laughs> I was marching in the parade, and he was the grand marshal. He was, he was like Lindbergh? honored. He was like honored. Yeah, in Birmingham, the Veterans Day Parade in Birmingham, which okay. is like one of the biggest Veterans Day parades they have every year. And I'm in a Boy Scout troop, and Charles Lindbergh, this tall, slender, Old man. man. So the old man. Yeah, old say, man. he was born in 1927. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, when you saw him, he was old. old. Uh, but uh, he stood there and he saluted saluted us. Saluted okay. Charles Lindbergh. Well, that I'm flight Charles. took off today and also probably did this because it was the date that Lindbergh left. Amelia Earhart yeah, took off. We're still looking for that one. Nah, we don't know. D.B. Sweeney, all, you know, that, that's, that's one of those American mysteries yeah. that will go on forever. And I have told you. That there is a first day for everything? Yes. Everything that we know, Garrett, there's a first day. What started today? Today was the day that shoes were made to fit the right and left foot. This was the day the first pair of shoes were made for the individual feet that we have. And it was 1310 that this happened. 1310. That was the year. 
of and our. That was the year we started having podiatrists. Well, no, they had the shoe first, and then they got podiatrists. Then they, and then they got podiatrists. Yeah, they got no shoes. Yeah, they, so anyway, could you get them orthotics? Could you get them insoles? I don't know. There? You them old nurses shoes that women used to wear in the cafeteria oh, yeah. at school. Oh yeah. Oh man. My mother had a pair of them. Oh man. Anyway, that's not why you called. No, it's not. It is time <laughs> as we continue this Garrett seven a.m. hour. Yes. To turn things over to one of our former and now back again producers, TV star. He is, and and by the way, I know he doesn't want to have this happen, but let's if you see the commercial. Especially during the Braves games, where you have the people. What and it's for again the governor's office of highway safety. Don't text and drive. If you're out in your car, don't text. That's it's unsafe. It. So that good-looking young man that you see in that yes, spot yes. is our own Garrett. <laughs> That's our own. Who is ready to be signed? But I'm gonna take you over. I'm, dashing, people love bringing it up too. Dashing I, young character. He's, he's such a dashing young character. I want everybody to, to to take full advantage of the industry being here, man. I'm like the best wingman everybody knows. <laughs> I am, and I keep my mouth shut too. That's the real. Hey man, if you got any paying gigs, man, I'll, I'll I'm hook gonna, me up. I'm gonna mention to to I I work with the best TV, radio, anything, man. Hit me up. Biggest agent in the film industry here in the southeast, and that's my agent, Jason Lockhart. I'm gonna I'm gonna send Jason your commercial. Do it and see if they will sign you at AMT. I'll do it. Let's go. There you go. I also do voiceover work, and if not, yes. you can send it over to Misty at uh, Houghton Talent or them folks at People Store. But they're too big. They got too yeah. many people, and if you don't book right away, you got to go to the back of the line. That's what I hear. That's a bummer. Shh, that's, that's industry stuff. I shouldn't have been saying that. Like that. Go ahead. <laughs> see, Go ahead, man. See, see. All right. So I, that's what I hear, at least. So this is a. So I was going to talk some Braves, but of course we uh, we were pleased to be joined by Miles Garrett last segment. Um, so a instead, I'm going to do a, Garrett, a, a yeah. the other Garrett. Yeah. Instead, I'm going to do a rank them. So speaking yeah. speaking of the industry that you work in, Mr. Clarkson, I'm going to go. I'm going to start here. Top trilogies, and I'm going to give you three names, and I want you guys to rank them. So this is like kind of sci-fi, whatever. Lord of the Rings, Star Wars episodes four through six, <laughs> Back to the Future, ooh, trilogies. What would you say? Okay, the, if you're asking me, first of all, I didn't see Lord of the Rings. I oh, just, I wasn't feeling it. Really? That. Yeah. And what was the second one? The four through Star Wars four Star through Wars? six, the original trilogy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised you put that last one in there because I thought you'd go with maybe Godfather, but well, back. Uh, I'm, I, I wanted to keep the. Okay. Well, then I'd go, I'd go Star Wars, then Back to the Future, and then since I didn't see Lord of the Rings, okay. that would be my three. Yeah, that probably I'm probably going about the same order with that. That's brutal, guys. Come on, let's let's get the Lord of the Rings on for you, man. It's a great it's a great series. I have two decisions to make. No, and I understand. It's a long. It's it's a it's a commitment. Yes, though. that's what I'm saying. And I it's got a commitment it. to to catch up on all the Marvel stuff. I ask you guys all the I time. I would watch Lord of the Rings ahead of Marvel. Really? Wow. Absolutely. It's it, it, what that's the third one won best right picture. That's but a one no, best picture. There's no more. There's no more um, Lord of the Rings movies coming out at the rate that there's going to be Marvel movies there's coming still, out. There's still Lord of the Rings. The Amazon Prime series just came out. Mm, okay, it's, right, a, well, it's an incredible. Fun. It is. To, uh, it's it's awesome. It's really. Oh, I understand. Really good. Peter Jackson did an incredible job with this. It just didn't fall. It's like people, you know, the, what's what's the last one? Lord, um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, okay. There were some folks who were down that rabbit hole, and hey, some man. folks who weren't. Were you? I would. Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. How'd you like the last episode? Yeah, Bo Johnson. Don't even. He, 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 ah, don't see? even. No, the, the see, last that would two drive seasons. Me crazy. The last that two was... seasons were weren't very good. The last episode. Yeah. Last episodes, I should say. I almost turned it off. I haven't. I, I. I legitimately. I used to just throw on an episode and just watch. I don't do it anymore. See, that's that's my problem. See, it knowing that completely soured it for me. It is. It was the best. The best television show, yeah. and then all of a sudden, just wasn't. They gave up, right? 
Yeah, Starbucks. I, well, they cups. went off the book. Didn't they have like a regular like Starbucks cups on set that somebody didn't uh, pull off? <laughs> they found coffee cups. It was have. it was <laughs> one of the most disappointing finishes. I, I have friends who loved it. I, I didn't love it. It wasn't for me the way it ended. It didn't make any sense. Uh, I, I don't want to go down this road. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> it's your segment. Go ahead. I What's get very next? emotional about it because I loved it so much. All right, continuing with the rank them greatest college football quarterbacks of the last. 20 years. I realized that I was putting on the guys who I've been watching the last 20 years. Okay. I'm going to give you three. Okay. Tim Tebow, Joe Burrow, Cam Newton. Oh, that for me is easy. Burrow, Tebow, Newton. Really? Yes. Look at what they did. Tim Tebow only won one national championship. He won two. He won two? I I thought he got two. He won two. He won one behind Chris Leak. Yeah. I just look at what Joe Burrow did that one year. It was just crazy. Just, but I think I think what Cam did at Auburn was crazy. I was going to say Cam Newton is the Cam's only person to man. he's the only person on that Auburn offense to receive uh what is it? Like have receiving yards, passing yards or, or rushing yards in the NFL. No, no one else on that offense had any of those stats in the NFL. Yeah. So y'all just only got I, this there. Okay, go ahead. No, and Joe Burrow is a record setter, but his records got broken the next year. Well, Sam, where Sam, you at? Go ahead. So I'm 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 putting Cam up top. Okay. I am too. I'm putting Cam up top. I'm probably going to Burrow then Tebow. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Summer holidays: Memorial Day, Labor Day, Fourth of July. Sam, you go first. Sam uh, Crenshaw. Wait, what? Give me okay. again. Memorial Day, Labor Day, and Fourth of July. Summer holidays. Yeah. Um, probably for me, Labor Day. I I, I, I go I go in inverse order. Labor Day. You know, Fourth of July, then Memorial Day, and the reason I say Labor Day because of all the sports that happen on okay. Labor Day. At Labor Day, you you That's in a good, good part point. of baseball. You got you know big time NASCAR race, you, football starting up. You got just overloads the sensory, you know, it whatnot. It really the sensory overload for Labor for Labor Day. So um, I kind of like that. Plus, plus after that, you can't wear white anymore, right? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want my, I want my sensories affected differently, sir. I take them in the order that they come. Because they all have something special. Yeah. I now have a, a, I'm mentally now ready for summer when Memorial Day hits. So it puts, that makes me, sense. it puts me in that mode. Fourth of July is what it is. It's right there, smack in the middle of everything. Weather is perfect for that, so I leave that where it is. And then Labor Day, sometimes a bit crispy outside. So I want that in September. In Atlanta, September. it's always crispy. I'm saying I want that in crispy. September as opposed to May. So I like them right where they are. That makes sense. I, I'm a Fourth of July guy. I love. It's my one of my favorite holidays, if yeah. not my favorite. Oh, we're dropping the lead, wait, wait, dude. Wait, wait, I'm wait, sorry. Wait. We got to jump in. It is. Beca- it became official this past week. It scared me. The Sam and Greg Fourth <laughs> of July tradition <laughs> continues. Are y'all doing the we Peachtree Road Race? Out, yes. We found Heck yeah, out man. that we are going to be broadcasting live. Is it too late to sign up for the Peachtree Road Race? I, I don't think, think not. so. Is it not? Think so. I don't think I've forgotten so. to do it every year, and I've just actually now that you mention it, I've. I, I, when was the last time you did it? I've never done it. You never done. I'm Peach born and raised in Atlanta. I've never done the Peachtree Road Race. I've wanted that T-shirt. I've wanted that <sighs> darn T-shirt my whole life, and I've never run the race because I not? always forget to sign up. I always forgot. You don't have friends. Uh, that, that I've had it? friends who've sold the numbers or whatever, and I just didn't have. Sold them. Will you the run, numbers. Will yeah. you run with your girlfriend? Or you run oh, she would not run. No chance. No chance. She would not run. No chance. Never get your number, and then she can be there and support you. Yeah. Oh, and no, you she would show up. The- she'd show. She'd hand me a beer at, at uh, over the there at uh, uh, Christ the King. You get her to sign you up. 
she can spend that morning with us at the broadcast location. Hey. And then when you finish the race, you come right over and you talk about it with and us. Then- because we're trying to make this as spectacular this segments. year. You got segment ideas already, man. Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, fun. we do. Yeah, we I love it. Because no, we're building this that's up. That's a fun. That's a fun broadcast. I've done that broadcast with you guys before, except that was up here and you know, we're down there. Yeah. It's fun. That's we, a fun day. I'll we, come over and say hi, for we sure. Are, we are trying to, because we don't get Monday through Friday remotes. We just don't know. They don't go to the other folks. That's fine. But so we're <laughs> going to make this something special. And I told Sam this week, he's laughing at me, but now that <laughs> this, this came out of Mike Conti's mouth, yeah. he can't imagine a 4th of July without Sam and Greg Brock. Well, we can't either. And now I'm glad he's going to have us somewhere so we can actually see the race because they put this building up here during COVID and we can't see the street anymore. We are right downstairs, you know? right downstairs, and we got seating behind us. It'd be like Wrigley Field. You can sit in bleachers behind us and watch the race. That's going to be awesome. But we're trying to get guests on right now. Special <laughs> so guests. you can think of I've, I've, got a, I've got a show later that afternoon, and uh, I'll, I'll try to stop by. All That'll right. Be fun. Sorry. Cool. Ahead, get, All right. So back to you guys. All, almost done. Almost done. Almost. So tennis majors rank the tennis majors: Australian Open, French Open, U.S. Open, and Wimbledon. Okay. Remember how he gave me a hard time about uh, Chipotle when I said that, and he's like laughing at me. And supposed yeah. to be Chipotle, and he you hear the way he said Wimbledon. Wimbledon. It, there's no T in Wimbledon. <laughs> there's no T. D O N. You said ton, like a T. Wimbledon. Yeah, there are a lot of people say that. I know. I just want to give him because of the whole Chipotle thing. No, I'm the putting what? him. I'm. <laughs> He's, st- he's making fun of me, and he still gets No, I'm making fun of me. I'm making fun of me. I'm making fun of me because I said it like that. And then he oh, showed me no. a site where old folks say it wrong. Oh, it's funny. I've showed so many people that. <laughs> Everybody who's over the age of, like, 45 yeah. can't say Chipotle. It's incredible. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I got blood coming out of my nose, too. So, <laughs> you both need tournament here. Sam, I think that we will agree that it starts with, with um, Wimbledon. Yep. And then U.S. Open. Then U.S. Open. And then British. And then Australia. No, British, not not British, British, Australia. I mean, Australia. Aussie, French. French. And then, and then Australia. I'm thinking of golf. You think French? I take French over Australian. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I like Australia. I guess because it's the first one, you lose sleep because they're playing in the middle of the night our time, uh, which is different from the, from the French. I, I think I like Australia more than French. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Garrett. Chicken restaurant chains. Chick-fil-A, KFC, Zaxby's, Popeye's, Raising Cane's. I had to get a couple more in there just because we had so The many. last one i never even been to. Never been to Raising Cane's? I have not. Yeah. Oh, no. We don't have them around here. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. take the road trip out to Athens, man. Athens. Go get some Go Raising Canes, man. It's pretty, it is worth the trip. Give me the list again. Raising Cane's. Well, obviously, yeah, I guess it's not going to be the list. Popeye's, Zaxby's, KFC, and God's Chicken, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. See, I... I love how I call me, it. Sam? I call it God's chicken. It's great. I don't great. go. I don't yeah, go. Yeah, I don't, no, you like Close on Sundays, baby. You know. You know. Chick Fil A is one of those things. I don't go there for. I go for the sandwich more than I do for actual chicken. Yeah. Like I go to Popeyes for chicken. I go to Popeyes for chicken. Yeah. Pop, Popeyes is my go-to There's for the not, chicken. I'm surprised. See, you you mentioned that one that I had never been to. You left churches out. Not churches. Nah. The, they, churches. Well, that's a youth thing. It's a me thing, I guess. Or Bojangles. Thank you. That'd be number three. Really? Churches. I like churches. No, I'm Chicago, man. That's like one of the early. Churches? You said churches in Chicago? Yeah, yeah. That's I, I how I if it's from it. Chicago, then I mean, if it's if it's fried chicken in Chicago, you're that doesn't me about rhyme. Chains. You're asking me about chains. Chicago, Chicago, and fried chicken doesn't work together. Yeah. What really? are you talking about? What Chicago's got great food. It's great food. I'm not going there for fried chicken. Yeah, true. I'm having. I'm at. I'm getting you fried chicken from down south. I, I don't necessarily say that that's with where you need to go for it. With a T on the end. 
Period. Sorry, you know what? Y'all can have a fried chicken. We're talking we about got, teas earlier. We got earlier. a few others, too, up there, so we'll, we'll stay with those. But anyway, did you give your list? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm going, go I'm, ahead. I'm, I got, got Popeyes. I got Popeyes 1, and I got Chick-fil-A 2. The reason I got Chick-fil-A 2 is Popeyes, I'm going for the chicken. Real yeah, chicken. Yeah, exactly. It's criminal not, not the, to have not, God's not, chicken not, at number one. Sandwich, not for the sandwich. Chick-fil-A. Know, and Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is the top. Come on. You know. All right. Well, there you go. Nothing else on your? I got some more, but we're out of time. I'll tell you what. Save a good one. We'll come back top there. We'll give you one more because we talked over. Oh, most I got of a good stuff. one. Okay, you got a good one. <laughs> That'll be you next. Got a good one. All We're right. Extend okay. the Garrett hour. It's a little to random. The, top of the eight o'clock hour. <laughs> there we go. Sam and Greg on the sixteenth day, twentieth day. That would be something if it was the sixteenth of May. It's the twentieth of May. Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game Take us with you on the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 